Dude, we don't care who listening and who not listening. About a little pacer pod. All right, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Pacers Pod. Coming at you on the first day of free agency. Woo! It is a crazy time to be a Pacers fan or just an NBA fan in general. Lots of player movement. Lots and lots of player movement. Um. So very, very interesting day so far. It's two hours into free agency and the Pacers have already made moves. Um, so I'm definitely gonna give some opinions on those here later on. Uh, but tonight is the awards banquet for the 2018-2019 Indiana Pacers squad. This is the farewell tour. Um, it's it it's it's a known fact now that this is going to be the Pacers next year are, are going to look quite a bit different than the Pacers did this year. Lots going to be a lot of new faces. Um. So tonight's the night that we uh, put a bow on the season and get to start looking forward to next year, and um, we'll go from there. So. I thought it would be cool. I, was, I I thought it would be cool to have an award show, so I did it, and we're gonna see we're gonna see how it goes. Um, I'm giving out five awards. Four of them are uh, serious awards. One award is a um, what would you call it? I guess maybe a little bit uh, reality TV esque. It's gonna be the all handsome team, um, so you know maybe a little less. Uh, sports reporter-ish, but uh, nonetheless, should be fun. Start thinking about that between now and the and the, and the presentation of the award. Um, that's the lo- that that award. The all handsome team is definitely the lowest as far as uh, the pedigree here of what we what what I'm valuing these awards at. But uh, nonetheless, it is worth one star. Uh, the second award that will be given out is the Mister Hustle, and I'm basically used a bunch of the awards that I remember from Little League. And Mr. Hustle was definitely an award. Um, The next award is Most Improved. That's a good one. And then you got your MVP. And then the last award that that goes out, and this is for, this is is for all the marbles. This is the, this is called the Boom Baby. And this award goes to my favorite pacer for the year. And everybody could have their own Boom Baby. Yeah, we don't all have to agree. But this is my podcast, so I'm going to tell you who my favorite pacer was this year. Um, and that'll be something cool, you know. Like now that I got this spreadsheet, uh, if you win the Boom Baby, there's it's going to be noted uh, on, on your file. So something to keep track of, something to uh, you know just just kind of see how nerdy I can get with this kind of stuff. So I'm going to do it. And then uh, so yeah, the Boom Baby that's a big one and. Without further ado, let's get started to the 2018-2019 Boom Babies. And if you don't know Boom Baby, it's it's like from the 90s. And it was, I want to say it was like Reggie Miller when he hit threes. It'd be like, Boom Baby, 
Um, you got the mascot, Boomer, you know? So it's kind of relevant. All right. Well, here we go. The To start the show, it is the All Handsome team. And this this award uh, is given to the, the three guys on the squad that... Um, I guess, you know, just people find attractive or more attractive than others. So here we go. This squad is coming in first, the rookie, Aaron Holiday, making the all handsome squad. Second, Domas Sabonis. And third, Victor Oladipo. Uh, that's the all handsome squad. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not really much else to say there. You can, uh, I guess, agree with that or disagree. I just remembered, you know, talking this over with my wife, and I think this is what we, uh, that we came to agreement that these were probably the three, the three dudes that were the most handsome on the team. Um, not saying that the other dudes, like, you know, Bogey's got it going on. Um, I don't know. This Pacers team was pretty cool. I like Corey Joseph a lot. He's a cool dude. Um, but it's hard to argue with Vic or Domas or Holiday. They're good. All right. Now on to the basketball awards. Uh, the first, the first award tonight is going to go for the Mr. Hustle. So Mr. Hustle, that's the person who I think would just you know kind of gave it gave it their all the most this year. Um, they would be the the person that embodied the toughness that the Pacers culture was all about. Uh, they were someone who obviously made a lot of sacrifices for the team. And so this year, the Mr. Hustle, uh, for me, it came down to um, a couple guys, but I ended up going with Thaddeus Young as as the is the winner because Thad was, a, I mean, Miles was, Miles got a lot of the attention because of all the blocks, but that was very, very important part of the Pacers' defense, which was one of the best in the league. Um, I, I, I said this whenever I was going over his player profile or like the recap of the season that he had he was 16th in the league in deflections and also led the NBA in recovered loose balls and averaged one and a half steals from the power forward position. So that's pretty impressive. And he was just a guy, you know, that just brought it every night. Thad uh, I don't know. He just always seemed to be in it. Uh, he was a gamer. He played 81 games, you know, um, started probably every single one of those games. He had that veteran leadership for us this year. I thought he was just the the epitome of, of who the Pacers were this year was that, that young. And uh, it's cool. I, or, you know, like, he deserves that, I think. And there's a lot of guys that uh, gave a lot of effort this year. Like, I think Sabonis is somebody that, you know, you he kind of, like, Corey Joseph would be another guy that kind of, you know, got on the floor. Um, but anyways, so Mr. Hustle goes to Thaddeus Young. Congratulations, Dad. Next up is the Most Improved Award. And Most Improved... Basically, what I'm judging here is who added the most to their game. Like, who is a better play? Who is a better player this past season um, than they were the year prior? And like, 
what did they did they add anything new to their game um so i actually thought this one was it could have gone two different two different ways actually three different ways i would say you know i was thinking about um bogdanovich thinking about sabonis um but ultimately i think i'm giving the most improved play most improved award to uh miles turner because not just the fact that Miles took the took that leap uh, on the defensive end and you know really improved his defense, led the NBA in block shots. Uh, this year he added he showed that he could be a three point shooter and he can't, he he wasn't doing that at the beginning of the season, uh, but then you know he started jacking threes um, you know for probably fifty games this year and he can hit them and he's got a good touch, um, he's got a. He's just got a pretty jump shot. And so he's shown that he can shoot the three. He shows that now he, he can uh, put the ball on the floor a little bit, do, do just a little bit, very basic like playmaking. Um, I just thought, I thought Miles showed us, showed us a lot of new things, a lot of, a lot of new skills this year. And he, he uh, stepped up his game. So Miles Turner is the most improved. Uh, the next award is the MVP. So the MVP is basically the player who's the most important on the entire team. Um, without this player, uh, the, the team suffers the most. So some guys might be better at certain things, but in their absence, the Pacers might might have been able to to fill in the gaps. Whereas if this player was gone. Uh, then I think the Pacers would have really suffered this year. Um, so this year, I gave the MVP to Bojan Bogdanovic, who I thought had, a, well, he definitely had a, the best season of his career, um, but he just had a really nice season for the Pacers. When, when Oladipo went down in January, Bogey stepped into that number one like scoring option role and delivered, delivered the goods. Um, I think he averaged 22 a game in, in the last 50 of the season. Um, you know, he just upped his game. Like he, he was, he was really good from, from deep. Uh, he played solid defense and he just became one of the guys that the Pacers would have had um, hard time winning games if Bogey wouldn't have stepped up the way that he did. Because we really, really, really needed his scoring once Vic went out and Bogey delivered. So I thought obviously other guys in the race for MVP would have been like Thad Young, um, maybe uh, maybe like Sabonis or Turner. Uh, but ultimately, I went with Bogey because I think he deserved it. And he had a great season for the Pacers. So that's the MVP. And then now the last award is the actual, the boom baby. And I don't know, I think I said this already, but this is basically just my favorite player. This is the person who it can be based off of performance or likability or whatever. It could be Lance Stevenson if you wanted to be Lance Stevenson. Um, my favorite Pacer this year uh, it was Domas Sabonis. Everything 
that I liked about Sabonis the first year of watching him was uh, like quadrupled in this second year. I just love he's he he became uh, my favorite player in the absence of Vic, and I love rooting for Sabonis, and I think he's just somebody that's like perfect for the Pacers, and it's gonna suck if the Pacers end up trading Sabonis. Um, I'm very very hopeful that it works out where Sabonis can play the four and Turner can play the five and um, we can make it work with those two guys because they're both so young and just the Pacers future, it just looks so bright. And I just, um, Sabonis this past year, just, he brought it for me. Like he, he would come in off the bench and immediately you know you could just feel the the energy for the pacers uh swing you know and, and it was all because sabonis and what he was doing um I, I think he was a he he could have been most improved player on the pacers he had he had like so many double doubles this year um just i when i was watching like when i'm watching sabonis it just feels like he gets everything like he always has his hands um in the action if it's re getting rebounds or scoring he just makes it look so much easier you know than someone like even like miles turner for example like turner doesn't scoop up rebounds the way that sabonis does he just i don't know what it is but he's like a magnet towards him um and he you know he just like set the tone with that second unit this year um he was putting a lot of pressure on nate mcmillan and this and the pacers it's like what are we going to do with this guy like he we he's got to find a way into the starting lineup, um, and so the Pacers are trying like you know it's like okay well, you know I guess we're gonna have to get rid of uh, get rid of Thad, and make room for Domas. So it's good it's good and Domas is someone who I just love rooting for because he seems like a great teammate. And he's fun to root for. I like the I like how he plays with so much passion. Um, he's like Vic's best friend. They're, they're like brothers. I I just am really happy that he's on the team, and hopefully he stays on the team. And and because that means it's working with him at the four. Um, it could be very very interesting. So, Domas Sabonis, he is the 2018-2019 Boom Baby winner, uh, first ever Boom Baby winner. Uh, I would have thought, you know, Victor would have got something here. He did end up on the all-handsome team. Uh, so just to recap the awards, the Boom Baby, DeMontis Sabonis, MVP, Bojan Bogdanovic, Most Improved, Miles Turner, and Mr. Hustle, Bad Young, and the all-handsome team was Victor, Domas, and Aaron Holiday. So that's that. That's the 2018-19 season. Those are the award winners. And now we step back into reality and announce that free agency has fully begun. The Pacers roster is starting to take shape. Um, unfortunately, that means we lost some guys. So... Some guys that I definitely was thinking, oh, you know, it'd be nice to have around. 
but uh, we have to say goodbye to Thaddeus Young, winner of the Mr. Hustle Award. He's now gone. He, Thad signed a contract with, or it sounds like he's signing, a, I guess like these contracts aren't officially official yet, but it's just reported like this is what's going to happen, so it's most likely going to happen. Um, Thad to the Chicago Bulls, so we'll be seeing him, you know, I think four times a year. Yeah, four times a year um, with Chicago. And then this one was a heartbreaker. This was the first, when I first turned into free agency, this was the first piece of news I saw. Bojan Bogdanovich signs a four-year, $72 million contract with the Utah Jazz. I was like, fuck. <laughs> no, because I wanted Bogey. And uh, it sucked to see that he went for not that much money, really, like 16 mil a year. So I was thinking like, hmm, what's going on? How did we let Bogdanovich get out of there um, with, with that being the price tag? Like I could have seen le letting him walk if he was going to get 20, 22 million a year. But for 17 or whatever, he, he I think he was like 17. God, man. So anyways, Bogey, great season with the Pacers. Him and Thad, you know, they were in um, for those two years. They, they helped establish the culture. And it's going to be hard seeing those. I mean, it's, it, it's going to be different not having those guys. I guess that's the main way to put it. Um, doesn't sound like, well, Darren Collison, he retired. He's, so he's not going to be coming back. Um, anyways, not, not to get into like the entire roster here, but I do know that Bogey signed with the Jazz and Thad Young is going to sign with the Bulls. So now you know, okay, well, where are the Pacers going to spend their money? It had been rumored that they were going to be getting Ricky Rubio. Turns out he, he signs with uh, Phoenix for like, I don't know, some crazy like $17 million a year. And I was like, whew, dodged a bullet there. I did not want the Pacers to get Rubio for $17 mil. So there's just all sorts of action going on. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving sound like they're both going to the Brooklyn Nets, which means that D'Angelo Russell's going to be going somewhere. Uh, Kimball Walker is looking to sign with the Boston Celtics, which I think that's going to be uh, that's going to probably be a pretty good fit there for Kemba and the Celtics. I think are they got? I think the Celtics are going to do better next year with Kemba, um, but. For the Pacers, this is crazy, right? So the Pacers sign Malcolm Brogdon. When it's all said and done, the Pacers sign Malcolm Brogdon to a four-year, $85 million contract. Uh, I don't know, but you heard it here first, folks. Look, look back. I was talking about Brogdon a long time ago, and I'm so happy that the Pacers signed Brogdon. And to me, it's it's worth it's worth losing Bogey and and putting Brogdon there instead because he is the perfect fit for this team. He is, um, which I'm I, I don't have like I haven't done my my uh, I haven't done my spreadsheet yet on him, so I don't really want to talk about it. Um, 
No, it's just, uh, I don't know the specifics, but I know he's a big guard. I know he's like 6'4", 6'5", air, like, just, just kind of like a, a physical guard. And, um, he can play, he can play the one or the two, which is nice because that's pretty much what Vic is too. You know, Vic's a, Vic's a little like 6'3", 6'4"-ish probably, um, but, but good defender. And now you pair, pair Brogdon with Vic and now Vic can, you know, guard the, the lesser of two evils on the defensive end uh, when it comes to those guys with the, the little guys. So Brogdon can take the primary ball handler or, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, like, like when the, when the, uh, like, uh, let's see, Brogdon would guard Kemba and, and Vic would, you know, be able to guard the, the two guard or something. But Brogdon's got good size. He's uh, tenacious on the defensive end. He's uh, to me. He seems like one of those guys who fit would fit the Pacers' culture. Like he, he seems to be a team first kind of player. Like um, just be based off of the role that he had in 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 uh, with Milwaukee, where you know he was just kind of like the glue guy, where he would he would just do what he needed to do. Uh, the Bucks were a good team. They won a lot of games, and um, you know Brogdon is coming off of that injury last year, um, which is a little you know. Not not too concerning because he played in the playoffs and seemed to be doing fine, uh, but just something to be a key, to be mindful of. Brogdon is the perfect age. He's twenty six. Um, what else? He's a really good shooter. Um, he's just a major upgrade over Darren Collison for sure. And I think just that backcourt of Brogdon and Oladipo. That could be that could be something to. Uh, to really just kind of build off of like if you look at the Pacers they're just going to have like five like really above average players and then hopefully the superstar in Old Depot because now you're looking at a starting lineup of Brogdon, Oladipo, TJ Warren probably at this point, um, Sabonis and Miles Turner uh, so who knows it's but I love it. I love the signing of Brogdon. I think he fits perfectly with the Pacers. He's a guy that doesn't have to have a ton of shots, uh, but you know he can still get you 15 a game. You could be looking at, yeah, we could have like Sabonis, Turner, Brogdon. All three of those guys could be averaging probably 15 a game. We could just we're we're setting up to have like a very 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 another balanced team like we did this year. Um, but man, I'm really, really excited about Brogdon. I think he's going to be such a big upgrade. And, and what he can do on the defensive end might replace some of the stuff we're going to be missing with, with Thad being out. So, so yeah, the Pacers signed Brogdon. Huge free agent signing now. I think Brogdon's now the, he is the uh, most expensive player on the team, which is interesting. But uh who knows what this guy's going to do, right? Brogdon, he's only been in the league for, I believe, four years, three or four years. I know he's coming off of his rookie contract, I think. Um, and, it, I, you know, the Bucks ended up bringing, the Bucks decided to bring back Middleton and um, Brooke Lopez rather than, rather than Brogdon. So I'm glad, and I'm glad the Pacers got him. And then another guy I just saw, and, and I haven't checked the news now for another 
for the past like 25 minutes or so, but um, the Pacers signed Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb is an interesting player for the Pacers, and I'm uh, very intrigued, actually. He could be that kind of six-man um, heat check, microwave, three-point shooting. I like that he's long. Um, he's got good size for the guard position. He's our starting two guard probably until Oladipo comes back and takes the position over. Uh, I think with, so Jeremy Lamb played with Charlotte last year. And, you know, I, once again, I, I can't wait to get into, into uh, the numbers of Lamb and Brogdon for that matter. I just, I want to learn more about those guys. But on the surface, I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, Lamb as well. Um, I think he's somebody who can hopefully, I think he'll be, I think he can play in the playoffs. I think he can be a rotation player. Um, man, I just, I'm, I'm liking this Pacers team because they're going to be really, really solid. It, a lot of this is, a lot of this is kind of like dependent on Aaron Holiday though, because I'm thinking about this team and, and the starting lineup, which I've already gone through, but now off the bench, you bring in. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, who last year was the number two scoring option for Charlotte, so he can definitely um, contribute. So he's sh a surefire uh, player. Then you got Goga Batatse, who I think is going to be studly. Um, I probably talked him up too much last week, um, but I still just I'm 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 100 on board with Goga. Let's ride or die. And, okay, who else? Aaron Holiday, what does he do? Uh, oh, Doug McDermott. Can Doug McDermott take that step in? So, but we're looking at, you know, seven, hopefully eight or nine guys that can that can really contribute. Um, but those seven guys are, are, are really good. So I, I love the addition of Brogdon, love the addition of Jeremy Lamb, uh, love the addition of TJ Warren. And love the draft pick of Goga. So hopefully all four of these additions are going to be playing next year. So uh, just, a, just a crazy time. The team is changing, and I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, it's going to be hard not, not having bogey anymore, but... I'm ready for this new team, this new era. Um, this is a young squad, but they're they're all going to be entering their prime at about the same eight, at the same time here. So um, very interesting. So all right, I think that's about all I got tonight. That was the uh, the boom babies and the start of free agency. So hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for tuning into the pod, and I will talk to y'all later. Peace.